welcome to MindShift, where we explore how mindsets can help you live a life of passion and purpose. On this show, we'll explore how our thoughts, attitudes, and beliefs shape our outlook on life and influence our decisions. We'll talk to experts from various fields and hear from individuals who have transformed their lives by adopting new mindsets. Whether you're feeling stuck, searching for life's purpose, or simply curious about the power of the mind and how it's changing the future, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to MindShift with Cody and Richard. Today we are talking about the miracle equation. The miracle equation is the equation that will get you anything you want in life. It is the consistent steps we take to create life. And we do this anyway, like this is a a non, you know, negotiable with life. You actually are doing habits, whether you realize it or not, every single thing that is going on in your life, where you're at, you've created. However, if we actually understand this and we tap into this and it's, it's really small steps done consistently creates miracles. It's one of the most powerful things that we can actually tap into is understand that habits are our life. And that's a very important key here because when we understand that all life is a series of habits that we do and we start curating our habits, that's how you create massive change. That's literally the miracle equation on how to create your life. And that's also why we decided to talk about it on this episode of fantastic future Fridays on uh, Thursday evening, it'll be uploaded first thing tomorrow morning. So this will be a, a super fun conversation here, Richard. And, um, and what are your thoughts on this? I know it's something that's um, maybe a newer concept to you. And uh, it'll be just kind of interesting to hear what you think about. I mean, I know the, the concept of habits and creating your life isn't new. And it's what you're in the process of doing right now. So how are you uh, kind of utilizing this equation to start creating what you want in your life? Um, well, I'm, I'm definitely trying to implement new habits into my life. Obviously I've done things, I don't want to say wrong, but I I just, the habits I had were, were basically promoting the life I was living and the life I was living was not the life I wanted. It was just some, a way to float and I don't want to float. I want to succeed. So by doing and making new habits, I'm hoping that my life changes. And I've realized a lot with what we're reading and what with what we're uh, really trying to focus on with MindShift and what I've been focusing on. If you want monumental change, or as you say, a miracle in your life, it's all about that foundation. If your foundation for life stays the exact same, there's not going to be any change above that foundation. And so to me, this sounds like, you know, habits are really that foundation of when you wake up, what do you do every day? Well, and it's really the uh, the thing that you were talking about, uh, I think just last uh, Fantastic Future Fridays, which is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Like how many of us yeah. are going through life, <clears throat> doing the exact same thing we've always done, wanting something better, like just hoping for something better. And habits is what created what ever is going on in our life right now. So if we're doing the same thing over and over again, we know there's not going to get different results. And if we're not changing, I mean, just one habit, like if, if we challenge you just to meditate, don't do anything else, just meditate every single morning. I guarantee you that 
a lot in your life would start changing. And that's just one little shift. Now, if you start implementing, you know, exercise in the morning, reading in the morning, cold showers, you start doing a bunch of different things. All of a sudden you're creating a lifestyle. You're creating these habits to create massive change. Like your life can't help but change because all of a sudden you completely change the habits that you were doing. And if we I've been trying to implement those cold showers, man, that's hard. I get about three seconds on my head and I'm, I'm uh, to the point of screaming and I don't have very thick walls, so I can't scream, but those, those cold showers are, that's going to be one of my biggest hurdles. I do not like cold. So yeah, sorry to interrupt. (laughs) It's one of the uh, uh, things that I enjoy the most simply because it's not just the cold. It is the forcing yourself to stay in the cold. It's forcing yourself to rewire the way we experience the cold. It's this, uh, it forces you to be present today. I just, uh, instead of turning around and just getting it all over my whole body. It's got it right over my head and just let it like for the last three, four minutes of my shower, just straight on my head. And, uh, and it was absolutely refreshing. And there was this point where my body, like it is so freaking cold that my body like tenses up and it tenses up and I'm like trying to take these deep breaths and it's, it's hard for me because my body's just like, what the hell is going on? And then there's a point where it's completely relaxing. All my muscles, just like the cold isn't actually cold. And it's, it's just this interesting thing that happens with my body. And that's usually when I'm, I, I turn it off and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I went through that main shock reaction, but it is interesting how we can change our relationship with the cold or with the pain or with whatever struggle it is that comes with changing our habits, because it's like, okay, if I have to wake up an hour earlier, which means I probably have to go to bed an hour earlier, which probably means I have to turn off the the screen time or whatever it is that's uh, making me not go to bed and get enough sleep, then we're just going to be a victim of circumstance. And the circumstance mm-hmm. is just the habits that we created. I'm going to hit snooze, you know, 12 times, and then I'm going to roll out with just barely enough time to grab coffee, maybe take a shower and then run off to work. Or I'm going to carry up my morning so I can meditate, so I can read, so I can do all this stuff. And I'm going to go to work fully recharged, fully refreshed. I'm actually going to create the habits that's going to create this massive change. And those, it's the consistency. It's not just like the wishful thinking. It's not the, you know, I go to church every Christmas type of, <laughs> you know, habit. It's actually consistent daily habits is going to create these miracles. And it's, it's literally life changing, like you are actually going from letting somebody else letting, you know, circumstances control your bus control your vehicle in life to taking charge of your vehicle and actually going where you want to go. And that's what's so cool about this. Like I can actually create whatever we want. Is it, is it easy? No. Is it simple? Yes. But like, it is so much more rewarding than just kind of being a victim of circumstances and and hoping for something to change. 
Oh, it just, it never will. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, hope is what I've realized hope to be is action in pretense of change. And so you can hope for something all you want, but if you're not taking actions towards that hope, towards that change you want, it's never going to happen. And so it's just to me, if hope without action is just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, something that I think is one of the most important things we can understand. So I, I like reading. I love reading. I, I learn a lot. I absolutely thrive when I'm reading books. However, there was a time, and I think a lot of people get stuck in this trap, that it was shelf help. It wasn't self-help. I was mm -hmm. reading so much, but I wasn't applying the principles. I wasn't applying what was the actionable parts to get me to where I wanted to go. And it, it was okay. You know, I, I needed to uh, learn some things. I needed to understand some things. And then I needed to uh, take action on those things. But it wasn't until I started taking action that anything started changing. You know, there's this foundation we can build, but it's there's a certain point where we have to start taking the action. As my brother likes to say, stop not doing it. And I, I love that simply because it's so true. Like, what is it you need to do and stop not doing it? Just do it, whatever that is. Take one small step forward. And that small step, it just keeps going, just keeps going, it keeps going. And you never know what it's going to be like. You never know where it's going to lead. And it's so beautiful. Like it's what makes life so rich is being able to make connections, create these habits. As a result of those habits, your life is going to change what you thought you were going to do for work. You're not going to do simply because those tiny little habits of meditating every day all of a sudden opened up a whole new world. Next thing you know, you're even in a meditation group. And next thing you know, you're working your dream job that you had no idea even existed. And yeah. that's the magic of just these tiny little habits is it does lead you down a path and it opens up beautiful doors and opportunities that you don't even know exist. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very true. Um, I have a list of habits that I'm trying to implement. That's my, my breathing exercises, meditation. I've got writing, uh, whether it's in a journal or just writing. I I've always wanted to be a writer, not a very good writer at the moment, but I've all, I have so many cool ideas and stories in my head and I have a pretty rich imagination, but I've never been good at putting it down on paper. And I'm, I'm trying to change that. I really am. Uh, focusing on so writing raw vulnerability and putting that time yeah. raw, raw vulnerability real quick uh how many of those habits uh are you doing daily and how long have you been doing them like are you now journaling meditating doing the breath work every single i do month? the i i do the breath work i do I, I wasn't finished with the list but i do the breath work at the end of every shower i put on the cold i don't last anywhere near four minutes i think i last maybe four seconds but you know uh, I don't like cold. So I, I'm getting there. I, I did not know about the breathing aspect of cold showers. So I have been trying to implement that into my cold showers is breathing in deeply once it starts to hit. But 
the cold showers are really hard for me. Um, hot showers are hard for me, to be perfectly honest. I don't know what it is about me, but my skin is a different temperature than my internal. So like all my girlfriends in the past tell me I get into a cold shower. And to me, it's hot. To them, it's cold. But if I turn it ice cold, then I'm in pain. If I turn it into <laughs> boiling <laughs> hot, I'm in pain. So my skin hates everything to do with temperature. So I'm I'm really hoping that'll help that. But vulnerability i am doing my breathing exercises i am attempting to do cold showers and i have attempted to do uh journaling i started when i first got to alaska i have been putting that off but it's something i've been thinking about a lot this week and implementing that um i've been wanting to do 100 push-ups a day nowhere near that more like 10 push-ups a day but i started that this month um have you still been able to do them every day? Yeah. Um, sometimes it's only like one or two, but yesterday but I did 10. Something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, um, my, my, my point is, is that it's, it's like, I've really tried, like I, I was, I was abused to be a perfectionist. And I say that very hesitantly, but what I mean is, is if it wasn't perfect, I got yelled at, I was emotionally abused if I didn't get all A's, I was made to be disappointed. And so I have this block in my brain where if I just can't do it perfect, why even try? There's no point. And so my whole thing these last few months, especially changing, starting to do this, this podcast with you, Cody, has been learning to do things really badly. Because I, if, I, if I'm not good at it, I just don't do it. And that's well, one of the things is like, I hate truck driving, but I'm amazing truck driver. I well, hate it. It's like fascinating though, is that uh, you, none of us are good at it, but you are good at it. Like the really, and this was a concept that was actually explained to me. The only person that sucks at like working out is the person that doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, wow, it's kind of like the, the person that doesn't ask the question or the person that's afraid to ask the question, but still asks is dumb for a moment. The person that's afraid to ask the question and doesn't ask is dumb for, dumb for a lifetime. And I'm like, yeah. it's just so true. It's just when we say, okay, I'm just going to do what I can. Then all of a sudden we take our power back and we start understanding the the shifts that, that happen as a result. And it sounds so easy and it is, I mean, it's, it's not easy as far as the mental aspect. That's the 90% of any of this is really the mental aspect of showing up, but it is simple. It really is simple. It really is this thing. That's not hard. It's just taking action. Stop not doing it. So when are you going to start journaling? You're going to start it this week. You're going to start it next week. Uh, I'm trying to start it this week. I, I am starting it this week. I'll stop using trying, but I am starting it this week. I have a journaling notation in my iPad, my Mac stuff, Apple notes, whatever you want to call it. Try is one and... of those words that can be hard for me too. It's a uh, one that I actually, Dave Asprey calls it a weasel word. And I'm like, you know, I actually kind of like that simply because how do you try anything? You, you yeah. can't like, if your phone's ringing, go ahead and try and pick that up. What does that mean? Like, it really doesn't, like, if you're saying, hey, I'm coming to town at this time, can you pick me up? And they're like, oh, I'll try. 
well, you're probably going to have a backup plan pretty quickly because you know that friend's probably not going to be able to pick you up. You know, like <laughs> it's one of those words that I'm like, huh. And it's hard for me to stop using too. Like it's one of those that every once in a while it pops up and I'm like, I didn't like that, you know, right. and sometimes it's always... applicable, but it's still like, it's one yeah. of those words that I'm just, it's, it's a weasel word, right? <laughs> Whenever I hear it, I think of Yoda in Star Wars. He says, there is no try. There is only do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what gets me is like, ah, oh, dang it. He's right. <laughs> there is but no it's try. True. There's it's only like, do. Try and go down the stairs. What, what does that mean? Like, literally, it's one of those words that is just like an instant cop out. And so I'm like, man, I need to not use this word. And, uh, and what I do, it does pop up. It's an interesting introspective. But it also goes with the habits, right? Like the habits mm -hmm. of I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try and meditate this week means that I'm lying to myself. I'm probably not going to meditate this week. Or if I do, it'll be one day I'll say that's enough and I won't do it again. And that's, that's fine. If that's where you're at, start there. But we have to like, stop using the word try and saying, I will do this at least this day. I will do this. You know, if, if it's just one this week and I know it's only one I'm going to be able to commit to, I will write one journal intro this, this uh, week. That's, that's actually a huge habit. I'm trying uh, well, a habit. I am implementing is to stop use using these words i think a lot of what i'm a lot of what a lot of people's problems but me personally my issue is is the way i speak about myself and other things and trying to change that vocabulary or actively changing that vocabulary is really at the top of my list of being more positive because i am not a positive person ever since i was a kid you know all my family members called me eeyore i've just always been kind of a the sky is gray kind of person. And I'm, I'm tired of being that way. Like I'm tired of always being sad or depressed and I want to wake up and just love the day. And I haven't really ever experienced that. And yeah. I'm, I'm starting to realize it's because I create that. And I've realized it for a long time that you choose darkness, but I didn't understand how to escape it because there's a certain level of it to where it's there's only so much mental activity you can put towards not being depressed or seeing the dark side of stuff um and then there's the actions and i didn't have like i had the mental process of like hey i gotta start i gotta start looking at the positive and i always do i am quite a positive person when it comes to like other people dealing with depression around me who are pretty depressed i'm i'm like yeah but what about this aspect of it like that's a pretty cool aspect of that thing and that's how i've learned to cope with my depression because i am trying to be positive but i wasn't doing any of the physical activities that needed to kind of marry the mental with the physical to create a positive person and that's what 2023 for me is about is really activating those actions with the mental status and realizing Absolutely. that vocabulary and saying things out loud, that is an action as well as mental. And if I can change that, then I can change my life. Well, it's a really important aspect to bring up too, with uh, especially people that uh, do struggle with uh, action, something because of mental illness. And, you know, one thing that it's hard, like, you know, 
I've, I had to go to therapy. I literally wouldn't get out of my bed for like hours in the middle of the day for whatever, you know, <laughs> I mean, the reason was I was depressed and I was, you know, going through a bad breakup and wanted to, um, have some extra tools to be able to help because it was just, it was so heavy. With that said, I never looked at working out as a way of mental health, but one of the greatest benefits we get from working out is for our mental health. Like the chemicals that get released in our system, our muscles themselves, which is basically this system, this little endocrine system that will release chemicals every time you pump iron or you, you know, jog, you actually have that physical activity. Actually, it has a direct correlation to helping us with the mental health aspect. So that action part of it is designed into our systems. Like we have to understand the way we talk about ourselves, the things we surround ourselves with. Like if you're addicted to murder mysteries, true crime, that kind of stuff. Well, I guarantee you without a doubt, it's affecting your mental state, especially if that's what you're consuming all the time to the point where your brain, this neural net, that is the best pattern recognition machine that we know of is thinking that <laughs> the world is full of serial killers. That's going to kill all of us. That's, that's literally what starts happening to our brain. And so all of it with mental health, actions, environment, when we start understanding the habits that create the life we want and stop confusing it with all these different distractions of the, the fulfillment right now, the, the news, the, you know, whatever it is, the, the junk mm -hmm. food, the deciding to do the thing that's uh, comfortable now that's not going to give you the results you want in the future instead of doing the thing that might be a little more difficult now but has that long-term future self in mind and that's really with everything like if you want to create the most beautiful life possible like literally that is the equation guys is think in terms of your future self and how they would be most proud are they healthy do they have a great body do they have a great job? Do they have more than enough money? If you visualize that and you see that and you understand that if you act in a way that that future self would be most proud, then that future self becomes inevitable. It's literally how you quantum leap, pull in the future, create your reality, all of it. Like that's the secret is acting as if you're in a way as if your future self would be proud, you know? For me, this is investing, understanding finances, understanding how all of this works. It's understanding business, how to build a brand, how to get myself out there, how to do more than I'm currently doing. It's understanding that if I have an IRA and I pay my future self first, then my future self is inevitably taken care of. So if we actually understand that the miracle equation is literally talking about creating our future and the most abundant future and visualizing it and acting as if you were that person, gaining that knowledge, surrounding yourself with people that are already there. All of the things that we just talked about as far as turn off the news, turn off the true crime and start reading some books, start surrounding <laughs> yourself with people that are already there. Then next thing you know, 
you're way further along the journey and you're going to heights you never even thought possible. And now you're mentoring people that are like looking up to you, like just starting this journey. I feel like uh true crime, uh serial killer uh, documentaries trigger you, Cody. <laughs> you oh, seem I'm, to have some, some past, some past angst against them. <laughs> I'm teasing you. No, the thing about true crime is uh, I think it's fascinating. I think that there's a, a lot of um, just interesting things and, don't get me wrong guys i'm not saying like don't ever watch a true crime documentary i i've watched them they are fascinating i I understand the the fascination with it i'm just saying that whatever you surround yourself with is going to be absolutely what Mm -hmm. pops up you know the crisis news network you know which is both fox and cnn it doesn't matter like (laughs) what your reason for watching it is you're going to be in this panic state thinking that like the world is falling apart. Our country's going to shit. I can't believe the position we're in, you know, all of this crazy stuff, because that's what gets you to watch. They're like, like, there's lots of money in marketing to understand how to play in our fears, to be able to get us to actually watch the craziness. So it's fear, 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 fear. And if we are constantly surrounding our brain with fear, we're literally sending the signals of lack of this, beta brain space fight or flight the world is ending when Mm -hmm. nothing further from the truth could be actually happening like yeah is there stuff to be aware of sure but like we live in an abundant world more than ever before we have access to more water than ever before we're not running out of water we have more access to more energy than ever before and we're figuring stuff out on a huge cosmic scale right now like We don't live in a world of lack, guys. And if you train your neural network to only see the lack, to only see the killers, to only see the fear, to only see the the division that is literally made up to keep you guys addicted and, and watching. And when I say you guys, I mean humans, I mean myself, you know, like to this day, sometimes it's hard to not ingest the news and it's sometimes because i don't have control of what's you know around me or or what other people are watching or whatever you know or even social media you're getting on if you know you could get onto a tiktok or a youtube or facebook short thing and it starts out with watching a short of us but three four shorts in and it's some cnn or fox news clip because they're all in there it's all mixed in together it's like a deck of shuffled cards that never that's perpetually being shuffled and so the only way to really truly escape it is to turn off the social media but at the same time it's not going down a rabbit hole of just watching that stuff you know it's it's good to be uh, well, educated about what's going on, but it's not good is, to just hyper focus on it. And the one thing I can say too is curating that social media. Like for for me, when I get online, there is no news, there is no politics, there is no like negative things that pop up on my feed. And and why is that? Well, it's because I literally just don't click on it. I'm just, like it's an algorithm, and so when I unsubscribe to any political stuff, if I had friends that were just all political or all like negative and it was just like literally giving me anxiety when i would see these posts i just unfollowed them yeah you also have to actively do your down likes too if you're not like 
filtering what you're saying you are gonna it's gonna keep trying to throw new stuff out to see if you like it so if i do agree with you and i think a lot of people don't do that they like but i don't think a lot of people down like you know well and the other thing is too is it's it's designed to get your attention what there was another school shooting there was another you know and it's this this fear thing and we want to latch on to it like there's there's a reason why we're addicted to the screen and to the negative Uh news from the screen right to be aware of it like you know there are times and and i think that you probably know what i mean where i go down that rabbit hole i'll you know look at some of this negative news i'll see what's going on i'll watch some true crime documentaries and like (laughs) oh man what happened to this killer this one sounds even crazier than the last and like afterwards how does your energy feel like for me i feel like drained i feel icky i'm just like man i need to go like walk out in the sunshine and like shake these weird vibes off me now because i i actually hate true crime documentaries like there's a few documentaries i've watched on serial killers or a very specific thing that's like part of our cultural norm but the actual show that's just about it the whole vibe of the show, the music, everything about it is so depressing it's, and dark. Yeah. I can't stand it. I've had friends who turn it on and that's what they go to sleep to. And I'm just like, how the hell am I supposed to fall asleep? Like I have to wait <laughs> until they start snoring and then turn it off. You know, like when I was out working in hotels. Yeah, it and just had has roommates. such a low, low vibration to it. And like, if that's what you're surrounding yourself with all the time, like, and you're wondering why you're drained. You're wondering why you're feeling off. You're wondering why life is hard. Well, literally turn that shit off and go for a walk in nature every single time you feel like watching that. Because guess what? When you start walking in nature and meditating and changing that habit, you will you will not feel like you were. Like I guarantee it. Like that's that's okay. how this works. But and, and again, there's no judgment, whatever you guys want to watch, whatever you guys want to do, like do you, that's fine. It's just understanding the habits and the, the things we surround ourselves with. That's actually going to create the life that I think most of us want. We want to do better. We want to aspire to more. And this is the really the, the blueprint and the GPS of how to get there. Yeah, if if you're successful living your dream life, watch whatever you want. But if you aren't as successful as you want to be, if you aren't achieving what you want, if you don't have that dream job, if you're not, if if you're miserable all the time, take a look around at what you're what you surround yourself with and the habits that you're doing. And that's what we're saying is like there's nothing wrong with true crime. If you're if there's nothing you want to change, but a few freaking things, and it just happens to be true crime's your favorite thing, and you're a happy person. Go for it. Watch true crime. But if you're not a happy person and you're watching true crime, pay attention to the correlation. It doesn't have to be true crime. As he said, it could be CNN, Fox News. It could be Facebook. It doesn't even have to be something negative. It could be like, I don't know, watching SpongeBob SquarePants all the time. Maybe it's making you depressed. Do you know if you're watching it all the time, why not turn it off and stop watching it and see if anything changes? Because you have a habit. And that's, that's kind of where... 
my my thoughts on that are obviously if you're watching things that are positive it's not going to be too detrimental but those kinds of things are more depressing they're talking about horrible things that happen in the world well and just like even taking a step further like that one little habit is going to be like a, at least a shift to help get rid of the energy but what are you doing to create now like if you want a, a healthy vibrant amazing beautiful body <laughs> then what are the steps you're doing to get there like mm -hmm what it like turning off the tv that's a great first step what are you eating what is your plan to move what is your plan to do more like what is the little consistent habits that's going to get you to that life that you most want and when we understand that this is this is just the it, it goes along with all the other information we talk about struggle well fail early, fail often, fail forward, literally go out there and just start taking small steps forward. And honestly, you're not going to know where to go. You're not going to know what to do. You're not going to know how to get there. That's what's beautiful about it. You start going and you start figuring it out. You know, the fastest way to learn anything is to completely immerse yourself in the environment if you want to learn french if you want to learn spanish if you want to learn german go and move to where that is the predominant language go to move to germany go and live in mexico go and live in france and it's one of the reasons i've never learned a language is i i try and i practice but i have no one to speak it with and so it's like, my goal is to live in another country where I can learn to speak something. And I still, oh, we're just going <laughs> to drop you off somewhere and I'm going to do the same thing. I, I would do like Germany. I could get my Euro passport. It'd be awesome. Real quick. I wanted to go back to something you said, because someone I had a conversation with yesterday pointed this out to me and I thought it was cool. You said, surround yourself. Uh, what are you surrounding yourself with the art you're creating and like, what are you creating? And this is a really fascinating story that I did not know about, but um Marilyn Manson, I know he's a divisive character. He's almost canceled. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. But years and years and years ago, he bought a house in, I think, Los Angeles or something. And he moved from his current location and he put all of his art, everything in his house, he just shoved into storage and they did an interview. It was like one of those, you know, cribs based interviews where he's eh, show me your house. And it was all black and different things, but there was no art in the whole thing. They're like, you don't have any decorations. Why? And he said, I found myself not being able to create because the more I surround myself with art, the more my brain is just like, I don't need to do anything. And so he purposely put himself in a place and surrounded himself with the lack so he would be inspired to create. And I thought that was so fascinating because with our current social media and the way our computer, you talk about future, fantastic future Fridays, the way our current social media works, it's just this constant abundance of colors and, and, and information, this orgy of sensory information being shoved into our faces. And so the majority of us aren't creating. It's just the content creators that are creating. And do you think they sit on Facebook and watch these shorts constantly all day long? No, they're creating them. They don't have time to sit there and watch them. And so it's fascinating to me. Even before this, there was people who recognize when you surround yourself with all these sense sensory objects, you're basically numbing yourself to your own creative force. And so it's just turn it off and make your own art, do something for yourself. What are you creating for yourself? Whether it's for anyone else, 
I just feel like there's a lot of people right now that aren't creating for themselves. They're just going to work. They're floating. I think it's a huge part of our mental health in this country is that we're just doing what we're told to do. And then we're spending that time that we could, that we used to be used for ourselves to create on Facebook, on YouTube, watching shorts and passing the time without creating anything. Well, and it really goes into the immersive part of anything you guys are doing. Like if you're going to do anything and do it well, then find other people that are doing it. Like join a group, (laughs) join, like surround yourself with people that are going to have different perspectives, different, you know, if, if you want to get better at speaking, then go and find a public speaking group. If you want to get better at podcasting, find podcasting groups. You know, there's literally something for anything and everything out there now. And if we actually immerse ourselves in what's going on, immerse ourselves in this really rich, beautiful world where we do have access to all of this, instead of scrolling, instead of these habits that are when we actually are truthful and check in with ourselves, holding us back from where we want to go. Yeah. And when we understand that, then we can change the habits. We can start immersing ourselves. Like, you know, you don't have to go to Mexico. You can immerse yourself in your community. You can immerse yourself in, in whatever it is that gives you passion and watch how fast you change. Watch how fast you grow. Watch how fast, like all of a sudden your friends are asking like, whoa, Richard, what are you doing? I just saw you like three months ago and I don't even recognize the guy that I see standing in front of me. What's <laughs> going on, man? You know, like that is the possibility instead of this this really drained low energy that we find ourselves in a lot. And mm-hmm. it's, it's the habits. It's really the, the miracle equation. And it's so simple. I mean, it's, it's, it's really like, Oh, that's, that's it. And that's how you create miracles. But yeah, that's how you create <laughs> miracles. Like that is truly like in this is coming from someone who like has lived it. Like I was 340 pounds. I was obese. I was miserable. I had rosacea and it didn't just come off in like a week, you know, like it took small, consistent steps. And finally it came off it. You know, I started feeling better. I started feeling the energy. I started understanding how to have this better relationship with myself and For me, this goes into how can I do this in other areas? Like for me, I have to start asking myself, okay, where do I want to do better? Because like, honestly, it doesn't matter about you. It doesn't matter about anybody else besides yourself. And it's not because I don't love you guys. It's not because I don't love you, Richard. It's simply because the only person I can change is me. Yeah. Like that is it. Anybody else? Like it doesn't matter. Now I have a mission to serve humanity. I have a mission to inspire humanity. I have a mission to try and do as much as I can to help out and help bring awareness and massive change as much as possible. In my purpose of doing that, I become my best self. By serving something bigger than yourself, you become your best self. You you have to. It's part of like essentially what you sign up for. But when you try and change everybody else around you and 
you know, you talk to any, any human who's been to through a bad relationship and the thought that goes through, I think every single one of us head at one point is like, oh, I can help them or I can change them or I can whatever. And how often does that actually happen? Well, it doesn't because you're not changing them. You never will. You know, you, you may have some tools, you may help them figure out a few different things, but you will never change anybody in your life besides yourself. And when we understand this, then we can focus that energy on us. So become the greatest example for everybody else. And you don't, you don't change anybody, but by changing yourself, you can influence others to change themselves. And that's a big part of that vocab. Um, is you can't change anyone, but you can influence them. And uh, to be perfectly honest, you're one of the biggest influences in my life. And I'm grateful for you every day, Cody. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm, I'm grateful you're on this journey too. It's cool seeing your growth and seeing uh, what you're creating in your life and see really how far you're going to go because you're definitely going to do some awesome things in this lifetime. So Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to us, uh, for, you know, following us and leave a comment, you know, talk to us, reach out, send an email. We'd love to hear from you guys what you're liking, what you'd like to hear more of, uh, anything, any type of feedback. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, if there's any topics that you'd like to hear, feel free to reach out. Again, our email is mindshift212 at gmail.com. And we have some exciting stuff coming up where we're about to release some different programs, some different things. So follow along. This will be a fun journey. And um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Richard, for coming on and doing this. And uh, you have a great rest of your evening. Yeah, you do the same. And for anyone else who's listening, I just wanted to say, if you want a better future, that that ability to create that future starts today. <laughs> I love it. Have a good night, man. You too. Bye.